coming up. Are you ready for profound insight and awakening? But first, welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. We're bringing you today a beautiful interview with a beautiful person. G.P. Walsh is the co-founder of Alm Schools Incorporated. He is an author, a speaker, and a master spiritual teacher who delivers a delightful mix of insight, divine inspiration, and humor, where wisdom meets earthiness to help people with their ongoing spiritual growth and inner transformation. GP covers three essential aspects of a happy and successful life, which include inner reconciliation and healing, soul reconnection, and health and wellness. GP, thank you so much for being here with us today. We really appreciate you. So good to be here, you guys. Always, always wanting to help out with world peace. Good. <laughs> Tell us about the work that you're doing for world peace. Well, the, my, my experience has always been that peace has to start with individuals. And when it does and takes root, it inevitably begins to spread out to everybody around them. So the, the, the first step is to begin the inward journey. To, because when you find that place within you, what what emerges is a sense of equanimity, and you know the characteristics I look for in somebody's spiritual growth to know whether they're on the path or not. It isn't the big explosion, right? Talking to angels, or I mean, it's, it's none of the you know the the special effects. It's are they more patient? Are they more compassionate? Are they slower to anger? Are they are they more thoughtful? Are are they are they willing to listen? Are they less opinionated? Uh, when I see those kinds of characteristics emerging, I go, yes, they're on the right path, because that's the stuff from which peace is made. Because you bring that to the office, you bring that to your, all of your relationships, you bring it into your churches, your synagogues, you, it, that goes with you everywhere, and that has a profound impact. Because everybody, there's no such thing as a human being who does not respond to love. You know, it, that critter doesn't exist. And so when you meet with somebody from this place of equanimity, you're, you're, you're there because your heart wants to find the most loving solution to whatever's happening in that, in that moment. And you, you show up empty, right? <laughs> you know, there's no agenda. You're just showing up out of this, out of this place of, of, of care and equanimity. The result is it's felt. We all feel it. You know, when somebody's confronting you, right? You'll dig in and defend a position you don't even believe in. <laughs> He's not going to be right. <laughs> I won't give him the pleasure. But if you're approached with this, you know, you may, you, you may be right. Let, let's talk about this. Let me see. Let me, how, do you, how do you see this? I mean, the, the gate's open. 
And at that moment, a genuine conversation can take place and a, a genuine um, reconciliation of different interests can take place. That's what politics is supposed to be. <laughs> People working together for the common good. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, and, and it can influence all, all the way up there. And I'm, I'm encouraged about world peace because I know it starts with individuals and it's just been an explosion. You know, the earth is going through the largest mass awakening it's ever experienced, the largest shift of consciousness that has ever happened. And, uh, you know, it's not the most comfortable <laughs> thing in the world <laughs> when things fall apart. But uh, it, it's just so obvious to me that that's what's happened and watching it grow. I mean, my first spiritual experience was 19 years old. It was 1971, right? And there were people before me like Barbara Mark, Marks Hub Hubbard, and, um, and, 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 and others. Um, and then I just, I just watched it expand and expand and expand and expand to, to now. I mean, when I was a, when I was a kid growing up in, uh, you know, in uh, a little town in Illinois, right? I'd never heard the word yoga, <laughs> enlightenment, <laughs> awakening, <laughs> guru. I, I had no, I had no clue, right? And now, I mean, now you can't, you, you can't spin a cat without hitting a yoga studio, right? I mean, this is, this is, the, this is the sign of the times. It's just, it's inevitable. We can't stop it. And, and even our participation in it. You know, my original spiritual awakening was not sought. <laughs> it was not my idea. I just want to be a rock star. That's it. <laughs> and um, but you know wherever there's a little opening and there's enough suffering to to open the heart truth just kind of sticks its foot in the door and then doesn't let go so gp yeah <laughs> i love your story <laughs> how do you think that your work is impacting the world well first off the, if we recognize that on the most fundamental level, level, we are the same being. We are different faces on the same soul. The recognition of that um, is, the, is the recognition that what I heal in me, I'm healing for the world. You know, every, 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 every person that awakens, even a little, makes it more possible for the next person to awaken. It, it, it just, it, it, it creates a momentum around it because we aren't separate. That is an illusion. And the moment that's seen, to even a little bit, even a glimpse that doesn't last more than a split second, you can't unring that bell. So if, if we can grow out of the, uh, it's all about me into it's all about we, <laughs> and, and, and recognize that the, that the spiritual progress I make is in fact the spiritual process of the whole world and that you can't separate your individual your individual actions from the universal actions you cannot separate yourself from from the from the whole then suddenly everything you do becomes empowered everything you do connects up to that essential love that is that that is selfless and and everything you do then is both empowered by that and and just naturally reaches out and touches everyone around them. You you can't help it. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love your your whole idea of peace. So tell us, 
thinking about world peace, what does that mean to you? Well, there can't be any, any peace without a shift in perception. Right? What's going on in the world, I see, is exactly the same thing I've seen going on, going on in, in, in countless numbers of people, in, in myself, in my students, in, in others, which is a dismantling of the egoic constructs that make up our, our, our obsession with um, the, the, the little bitty self, right? <laughs> this little bitty self that only lives in our heads <laughs> and isn't even a self. <laughs> I, I mean, there's no entity there. It's, you know, your ego is like Siri, right? <laughs> and you ask Siri a question, she says, I'm sorry, I don't know, but there's no I there. <laughs> there's nobody actually answering you. It's just a bunch of programs. If, if you see it that way, then, then suddenly the war with the ego, the war with the false sense of self, the war with our, our natural safety mechanism in the nervous system, which is what created that sense of self, just falls away. And it gets replaced by this loving awareness that at the heart of it is simply the mechanism of life which wants to maintain its, its own survival. <laughs> here, here, I'm, I'm all for survival. <laughs> <laughs> but that's such a loving difference between ego deaths and I'm going to kill off the mind and, 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 and things like that. And that and, but when you take that false sense of self and you mistake it to be yourself and, and you let its opinions and, and needs and clutching and addictions run the show, and you take that and magnify that a million times across the world, you can see that is the exact, exactly what's happening. And every time you and I dismantle that construct and lovingly bring the rescue dog back into health, I, I see it as a rescue dog. It just needs to be loved back into obedience. Um, then then what happens is it, be, it begins to, Christ referred to it as, as, as a woman who, um, who hid yeast in three loaves of bread until the entire thing had become leavened. And, and that's what's happening. The, it's becoming so obvious that the systems of the world are corrupt, they're self-serving, they're, they're not for people, they're, they're not, they're not, in, 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 and they represent uh, greed and ignorance, mm -hmm. profound ignorance of who we really are. And that has to be first eradicated in one's own heart. One has, it has to be seen through, at which point even the worst offenders <laughs> that we can see on the world stage you can see them as just as children who never got loved. Simple as that. And your heart will go out to them. And, and that will have its impact. So to me, that's what's happening. I'm just watching my own ego dissolve on a massive scale. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> but it, it has to be done with love. It does. Oh, I love the concept of the rescue dog. That's a great. <laughs> it is because we we you know this one of the the mistakes that got made in the whole self help movement and a lot of the law of attraction is that somehow we were supposed to get rid of these things, fight, not recognizing that this is the nature of life itself. 
and it's just it's just a badly behaved dog it's a it's a dog that's been so beaten that it doesn't trust you anymore right and it's only about safety and getting what it needs snarling (laughs) but if you realize that's that's all it is and and uh, i love to watch the videos about rescuing animals and like and you just watch the transformation that takes place and they go well that's us that's it it's beautiful so why do you think peace is possible um well the alternative is complete (laughs) self-destruction that's one right and the other is when i look at the nature of things and i look for that which is the most what is it that is the most moving the most potent um, and I look at all the ideas that we have and I and extrapolate, extrapolate them out, right? Where do they end up? Right? Greed ends up at, at, at you know, dog eat dog, right? Uh, but where does love end up? <laughs> extrapolate that out as far as you want to take it. it. It never does anything but create more love. So obviously that's the direction to go in. Right? That finding that that genuine selfless love that is universal and applying that to everything always looking for the most loving under the circumstance which may not be the most desirable or or (laughs) the one we want under the circumstance but but if we're willing to look you will find the way that is the most loving that is possible in the moment it'll create the next moment there's no end to that so i look at that okay well this this approach never runs into any problems so i'm going that way absolutely (laughs) at 10 million for world peace we are using meditation as our method to send energy out and to change and create a shift of peace why do you think it's important to meditate for peace well meditation has so many different flavors and I I think I've been exposed to most of them. Um, The first role of meditation is to withdraw from the normal content of the mind so that you can actually see the activity of mind as mind. And all the ego is, is an activity of the mind. I mean, it's just the thought of I, (laughs) that's all it is. And and if I can now in meditation, stand back and, and look at it, I can begin to enter into the dialogue with myself as to who am I that is aware of it, right? And in this space, as that deepens and I begin to realize I'm not this person, I'm not this body, I'm not these thoughts, I I become gradually one with that love that permeates all things. I literally disappear into the, 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 the human form and the and the formless love become become indistinguishable. They're one thing. The flaw the, the moth disappears into the flame, right? From there, meditation has access to the aspirations and motivations of pure love. It's no longer my love, my desire, my aspiration. This is the desire of the universe. Mm-hmm. And at that point I am empowered beyond imagination. And this is the path that meditation takes. Because notice, I, at that point, my, des- the, my desires are, are not personal anymore. My, my desire for, for, for love, for, for wealth, for intimacy, for community, 
are just the manifestations of this, of love's desire to express itself as love and has infinite resources with which to do it. And I, uh, I, I become, I disappear into it. <laughs> That's what meditation is for. Right? And because at that point, you don't even have to have an intention. The intention created you. <laughs> That's beautiful. Hey, Chief, do you have a favorite peace pro uh, process that you do? Um, the, well, the favorite one I have is the one that happens in the moment. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't really have any prescribed processes that I use, right? I, obviously, I've created some and given to students and the like who need a little bit more structure. Um, but I don't have one in particular. I do have one that I could share with you. I, that's that, that's right. There's one that I, I I've kind of uh, I got it originally from the Bodhisattva, or not from the Bodhi, from the Dalai Lama, who it's an adaptation of a Hindu prayer, um, and it's really a, a part of the foundation for uh, loving kindness, meta meditation, loving kindness, meditation. Let me bring it up here really quick and I can just, and I can read it to you because it's not that, it's not that long. And um, I actually put it into a, uh, into a dock and made it pretty and stuff. So, so people could, um, could in, in, enjoy it. And it's, uh, I call it a morning mantra, but it's also a meditation, an affirmation and a prayer. It has all those characteristics and it goes simply like this. It's a, May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be well in all aspects of my life. May I be peaceful and at ease. May, not, may I know abundance in all things, prosperity, health, and intimacy. May I be wise and loving in all my dealings. May I devote my life in the service of all beings. May I be a lamp in the darkness, a resting place for the weary, medicine for all who are sick, a guiding light on the path. May I allow all things to be the way they are. May I awaken fully to my true nature as unconditional love. May I and all beings in the universe awaken to love and be happy. So beautiful. That is one of my favorite meditations as well, GP. I, I love and what's beautiful about it is I've got a couple of variations on it one if you're having struggling with financial issues or health issues or relationship issues you can you know you could take this and personalize it you can take out the word I and put in a loved one um, mm -hmm. and now it becomes an outward flowing meta um, you can put in someone who's not so loved <laughs> so that there's this flow of of loving kindness and it and it has it it has its effect. It does have its impact. These meditation yeah. events do affect things. Mm -hmm. It's mysterious how it happens, but it's not really because it's just because in fact we're all one. You are well, all one. They affect things. <laughs> That's why we're doing our world peace experiment. Of course, yeah, yeah. We we want to leaven the whole. That's our job. <laughs> it's a great job. Yeah. <laughs> we certainly do appreciate you leading a meditation for us. 
and for doing this interview with us today for our podcast. Would you please tell people how to find you? Well, the best way to find me is at omschool.ca, which is just O-M-S-C-H-O-O-L, just like school, om, just like om.ca. And um, that's all, that'd be everything about me, the, the courses we have on all the various subjects that, uh, that we teach on. It'll connect up to the catalog, which is all the online courses, events. Um, there's audiobooks and uh, free download books and, and 800 videos on YouTube. <laughs> last, last count. So, um, so I'm, I'm easy to find. I'm not hiding. Okay. And we certainly encourage people to go there and to find out more about G.P. Walsh and the wonderful work you're doing in the world. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you, guys. You're the best. (laughs) Just love you. Imagine Peace is brought to you by 10 Million for World Peace. Join our daily seven-minute guided meditations for world peace and monthly healing circles at 10millionforworldpeace.org. Together we can create a peaceful, happy planet.